Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Welcome to episode eight of Grey Wolf Footy. We're one down in the studio this week. It's uh, Fitzy joined by just the madman looking good as ever, of course. How are you, dude? Yeah, good. I even did the hair tonight, <laughs> made sure I didn't shower, and I was all ready for Nettie, but... He's unfortunately uh, still at work, so... Yeah, that's it. And the mystery still continues from last week as to what happened for 45 minutes, but that'll be in a future episode of Grey Wolf <laughs> Unsolved. But there's plenty of footy news to talk about this week. It's an ever-changing landscape, the AFL, right now. And, uh, of course, a few teams have moved around the country into new hubs. Uh, and we've got this extravaganza of football about to happen, Gracie, with a whole bunch of games in 19 days. or 30, it's working 33 out. games in 19 days. That's it. This man knows his numbers. but uh, So it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be... Yeah, back-to-back footy for a while. Uh, Do you want to know my theory on this? Do you want to know something really fun that I reckon is true? It's because of the Olympics. That's why. Because there's no Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all the advertisers want their their advertising money spent during all this football. But... This does affect Supercoach in a lot of ways, and they did bring out some changes, which I'll get you to read out shortly. But uh, I'm not sure if this makes it easier or harder to complete our teams now with some extra trades. Uh, but I want you to read out what these changes are actually. Yeah, so the the key changes, Fitzy, uh, when there's less than nine games, it'll be best 18. So uh, I think the first around nine or 10, there's four teams that have yep. got the buy. So, um, and that's because they've got to um, self-isolate yeah. when they, they come come back between states so total trades um, were increased by four so 34 um, from 30 so we got an extra four trades which um, helps yep uh, round eight trades um, so this week a maximum of two and then round nine to 12 you can have a maximum of three so it's kind of like when we used to have the buyers yeah back, yeah. In, the, back in the day so yep um, there's not too many um, affected there's one round where there's only one game like two teams that miss out sure so yeah it'll still be best 18 but you're gonna have probably nearly 25 players to to get yeah, that best 18 out of so um it'll, it'll have some significant impact i think fitzy i think um and we'll get stuck into it surely but i think you got to look at guys that have sort of bottomed out um and then look to bring them in because we're going to have a lot of rookies come up i think because yeah. there's 33 games in yep. 19 days that's uh it's going to put some pressure on some older older guys but um yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be good fun. I think one round goes from Monday to Friday. Yeah. Like, how weird is that? Yeah, it is weird. And having, like, double headers is, like, a couple on a Wednesday, isn't there, or something? Or well, funnily get- enough, there's a Perth. So, a double header, the first game's in Perth, and it starts at 3.40 Perth time, 5.40 <laughs> wow. our time, I think it is. Weird, um, it? And then the next game starts at 8.10. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's interesting. Strange, isn't it? I mean, it's going to be good for football fans to get plenty of footy in. And, of course, they almost had to do this to keep the season going. So I guess that the teams that after those rounds haven't had the buy will be in, like, a next stage of, of fixturing. They'll have to work a buy in to even it out. Yeah, I think it, it'll just depend on, on what's happening in the world, whether yeah. they stay in the current hubs. Because they're only doing – the buys are only because those teams are going from either Queensland to Yeah, Perth, that's right. So they've got to do the right thing and isolate for – for 14 days so I think that's how they've scheduled those games in that yep. there's enough gap there um, there's going to be a few four day breaks for a lot of teams so yep, yep. Um, and you know there might be t- might happen that some teams don't get a buy so, yeah yeah um, and you, you do have to factor that into your super coach trades at this point and I think uh, you know we'll actually we'll talk about this the other night and you got a guy like Nat Fife and we were thinking somewhere we read that he was going to miss three weeks which yep. isn't actually the case but a three week injury turns into a four game injury doesn't it so yep. you really need to factor that into the trades that you're thinking of doing over the next few weeks and we'll talk about some super coach at the end 
I yep. think. But uh, I'd be avoiding any of the any of these guys that are injury prone at this stage. Uh, that for me, that would include say like your Taylor Adams and your Trelaws from from Collingwood. Yeah, yep. I'd be avoiding trading in anyone at this point who could get a rest and who has that risk of getting injured. That's yeah, I think absolutely. that's very important for now. But uh, there is some footy happening this week, Gracie. Before we go into the extravaganza next week, uh, round eight we're up to already. Which, uh, funnily enough, if it was a normal season, we'd be at about round twenty-one or two by now. Which be is getting closer towards the end of the yeah. season and, and yeah, finals. Be, before you get stuck into it, we the Grey Wolf League. We, we had the big showdown last week. Yeah, I, and I, I have to mention it because I. Oh, won. you do, yeah. But that's the only <laughs> time you've ever beaten me. Yeah, and I, did, I, know. I did claim that I'm giving out too much good advice. So <laughs> <laughs> I think I got lucky that uh, I think you ended up going the VC on. Uh, Grundy, which he still scored massive, oh. and I got lucky and went with Gorn, who just yeah. killed it. So yeah, I mean, I was never going to not take the one forty. Oh, absolutely. Having uh, having Pitt and Ed in there didn't help, and I can't remember who else. But a few yeah. low scores, and it's really yeah. frustrating for me. I've gone from like three hundred rank to like two thousand or something. But yeah, it's all the guys that got me to that rank that are now crap. Yeah. <laughs> like it's really frustrating. Yep. But you know, it, that's how it goes. But maybe yep. some extra trades mean yeah you know, we can get rid of guys like Devin Smith and that who are underperforming yep. or turn them into bench cover too, yep. depending Absolutely. on where your team's at. But let's talk about the game that would have been last night by the time this one comes out. The Gold Coast Suns taking on the Bulldogs. Two very exciting teams going head to head up at Metricon Stadium. How do you think this one would have played out? Um, I reckon the Doggies will win this one, Fitzy. I think they got a bit of a wake-up call against Carlton and then, yeah, they come out and flog the Bombers. I know the mm. Bombers were under man, but um, they just, yeah, I mean, Tim English, wow. Like, if you had to start, I think uh, Mrs. Fitz bought him in, didn't she? So. Well, I made that call again, like I've done for you. Uh, <laughs> I traded him in because she's had Sam Jacobs there for a few weeks. He hasn't yeah, played. Yeah. Sorry, Mum. Uh, so I went English and, yeah, 200 Supercoach yeah. points, which was, it was a, a dominating Effort. Question for you. I do see Jacob's back in. Is she going to trade back to Jacob? Nah, or? she's moved on from source. It's unfortunate <laughs> no, for him. But I think um, we were talking about it Saturday at golf that English is probably the next Grundy once he yeah, sort of uh, sure. builds up a little bit more. But, you know, I think he had like, uh, was it 22 touches, 15 or 16 were contested. Um, he went at like 60 or 70% efficiency, yep, yep. kicked a goal. And had like twenty odd hitouts, like it was a monster oh, game. It so, was. how about that tap down of Bontempelli? That's pretty oh, good. That was unreal. pretty good. So, I think um, if he keeps developing the way he is, the Bulldogs are a side yep. to be scared of. I think so. They've got the midfield talent. Um, probably the only big notable absentee fits. He was Lockie Hunter's been managed. Yeah. So, a bit of a question mark. A couple of weeks back, you. Yeah, I think I it's think, he's um, taking a break of some description. I'm yep. not sure if that's related to what's happening or not. Yep. But um, otherwise, they are fairly close to a to a full strength side, and they got. Helen Porter in now, and they're really just pulling all these debutants out of the woodwork. Another one from the finance department. Another one from the finance department. There's actually a couple from finance playing <laughs> for West Coast this week. I'll table those in a minute. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, with Gold Coast. I think this is the time of the time of the year where they really need to start stringing these wins yep. together. Like we've said it before, yeah. You know, they keep they come out of the blocks every season, win a couple. Is yep. this the year? Uh, and I think this could be it for them. So yep. I'm going to back the, the Suns in, but this should be a really yep. high scoring and high intensity game. I, I think I so. I think. Question for you, Fitzy Rankin. He's played two games. Is he the favourite for the uh, Rising Star now? I think after his first game, he was a second favourite <laughs> on sports, but I did check that out. I was going to throw some money on him. It's like, oh, no, he's already in like yeah. two bucks. But yeah. he's an unreal talent. And, you know, just another one of these guys like that's been you know, hiding away there, like uh, Matt Rowell. And, and, you know, the Gold Coast uh, broke their membership record yeah, uh, just today I believe it was, and like, yep. how good's that? They got all these kids coming out that, unfortunately, you know, Gaz couldn't get the membership signed up, but it's these kids that they're getting excited about, yep. and I just think that's fantastic. And no well, doubt, 
Yeah, when more. you got you know you got King up forward as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Lukosius, you know, coming around and Lukosius played a lot of midfield. I watched that game um, more importantly because I had a multi on, so I was <laughs> of course you did. watching out for me multi. But uh, no, it's, uh, it was a it was a good game to watch. A lot of the for young sure. kids stepped up, and there's still those older blokes like um, uh, Harbour down back and. And that so and, and Sam yeah. Sam Day I think still he's up forward he's isn't he? forward, yeah he, yeah. he yep. played pretty well last week too so he's yeah. been a missing man for however many years because of yep. injury and all of a sudden he's fit and mm. he's just doing his job quietly so. yeah it's it's good it's good signs for them and it's even it's guys that aren't household names like Sam Collins is up there as one of the yep. elite fullbacks at this stage I mean there's still a few ahead of him but he's having a great year Hugh Greenwood's gone to another level guys like Jack Bowes Took Miller that aren't household names yep. are having brilliant seasons if they were, if Took Miller was playing for Carlton he'd be in the talks of the top yep. 10 best players in the comp Greenwood's yep. the same I was going to say Greenwood how, how about a big stick it up you Adelaide he's oh. done this yeah, year, like, I love it. He's one of the top midfielders in the comp, I reckon, He really so. is. But it's just exciting to see that all these young guys that come in for the Gold Coast are making an impact. That's the point I was trying to make before. Even Buderick down there, he's kept his spot. He's playing really well. Charlie Ballard, all these no-name players that are just having a great season. I'm, I'm really happy for yep. how they're progressing. But the game that'll be tonight, Friday, uh, Giants taking on Richmond up at Giants Stadium. Uh, the Giants got a few names coming back, Gracie. Daniel Lloyd, Sam Jacobs, and probably more importantly, Toby Green yep. uh, with Patrick Naish coming back in for Richmond for Josh Caddy. This could be a ripping game and this could really set a season up or or really put an nail into it for one of these sides. Yeah, I think well, Richmond's in the top four now after a couple of, um, I guess, fighting wins. They haven't really hit, you know, Hit their full full hammer, and yeah. I was actually expecting Cochin to come back this week, but they're obviously giving giving him an extra week off. And um, but yeah, to- Toby Green, Sam Jacobs, Lloyd, they're still toying between who's the best ruckman there. I think Fitzy with the Giants. Yeah. I know they're a couple of older fellas, so they'll probably rotate them a bit. But you know, when you start getting towards the end of the year, you got to pick one of them to mm. to get you through. So. Um, this game, for me, if the Giants don't win it, they're done for the year. Yeah. Um, they're going to be too far back. I know it's fairly close, but like that's a lot of games that they've they probably should win that, that they haven't. So um, I, I'm going to go Giants because it's at Giants Stadium. Yep. Um, and just, you know, Toby Green back in makes a huge difference for me. Yeah, that's huge. And it's funny you mentioned the the ruck situation at GWS. I mean, they've got two guys that are, you know, mid, mid-30s, mid basically, vying, vying for a ruck spot. Why would they let Rory Lobb leave? You know, look, he's he's flying at the Dockers. Why would yep. they let him go? Like, players like that, and then just sign all these old bodies to fill a spot. You know, with the midfield yeah. that they've got, imagine if they had a... Even, like, if they went after Goldstein. I know he's about the same age, but he's an elite ruckman. Yeah. Imagine him giving them first use yeah. out of the midfield. That'd be a whole it, different team. I think it comes down to... the the money they had to spend on Coniglio and Kelly and mm. Whitfield to keep all them in green. Yeah, and unfortunately, they, they lost a decent ruck forward that, that probably could have, you know, they could have competed a bit more in that grand final. So Yeah, that's a good point. But here's, here's the problem. Like, if they both retire this season, who's going to be their ruckman next year if they don't go out and, and find one? Yeah, I don't know. They're going to have to pull someone from somewhere, aren't they? So. That's it. But I think I'll stick with the Giants too, Gracie. And there's a name in the Richard Emergencies that just caught my eye. Hugo Ralph Smith. He sounds like an absolute dude. If he gets named for a debut, I'm going to make him my captain in Supercoach. Wow. Just write that one down. What a name. T. Dow. <laughs> these guys we've never would have ever heard yeah. of. So, yep. 
job. Another player, Fitzy, or a couple for Richmond, um, and a few people jumping on that. Um, I watched a bit of the Richmond game last week. That Egg Melissi Smith, he's got a ripping kick off half yeah, back. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, he's playing that uh, Basher Hooley type role, I think. And Shy Bolton um, has pretty much kicked Dusty out of the midfield from what the looks of it. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, which is a worry for, for super coaches. So, because Dusty's not really kicking many goals at the moment. So. Nah, Dusty's in all sorts, and he's the sort of player I think that just doesn't care for this season, like a lot of yep. people. But yeah, Egmelesi Smith is a is a tricky one. Um, are you, are you, have you thought about trading him in whatsoever? I know a lot of people have. Yeah, it's it's him, and uh, and we'll discuss you know probably a bit later when we get to to a bit more into yep, coach. Yep. But um, I was looking to do a double downgrade this week, but obviously um, you know with the option in last night's game, obviously. We'll talk about it with Bailey yeah, Smith, yep. but um, I probably won't. If, if he was a bit cheaper, then yeah, but mm. he's had a couple of good games. But it's tough, isn't yeah. it? Because then if you were to trade Starsevich to him, uh, there's like you make thirty k or whatever. But then what if he if he comes out and scores a couple of sixties in a row and he's just yep. he just stops? You really yeah. you're really hoping that he scores more than eighty. And I actually did read that Hooley might fly up to the to the hub at some stage. Yep. So you know who knows what'll happen to his position. Uh, so let's move on to the first game on Saturday. It's uh, North Melbourne. I don't know if I want to talk much about these these boys, Gracie, but we're taking on Carlton, and this yep. could be a absolute dart of a game, or it could be a ripping game too. Uh, Carlton should have won that game last week. It would have sent a massive statement through the competition if they had knocked off Port Adelaide. But I'm finally happy that Nick Suvlaki is finally <laughs> back in for North Melbourne. I'm expecting Ben Brown now to go out and kick five goals because that man's back in the team. Yep. Do you think my boys have a chance? Um, I think so. I think, yeah, they, they need that other tall forward up there for... For Brown, but I mean, I see Mason Wood omitted again. I think we said a few episodes ago that he just keeps getting put in and out. And yeah, just, yeah. Oh, I know it's he probably hasn't shown too much, but it's um, it's hard when you're not getting in sticking in the side too often. Yeah, but yeah. he just seems out of place in that side, maybe, and he might need to go to another club and possibly and, um, assert himself yep. at another club. You know, a different start, different. You know, group of players, different environment. Um, it's it happens quite a bit that a player mm. struggles at one club and they go to another and and dominate. So, yep. Um, but I think um, it's going to be a tough one, Fitzy. Oh, I know North will be be hurt after their previous form, but um, I'm going to tip a draw. I reckon. Draw. I'm okay. going to go the draw yeah. in this one. I'm, I'm a bit hard to pick. Like Carlton were good last week, but I think that was more down to a lot of Port players were below average for me. Yep. Um, we'll get to it later. Like there's a big name dropped for Port Adelaide. So, Ooh, I didn't see um, that. Yep. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think it'll be a draw. Wow, okay. It'll be very, very yeah. close. You better put some money on the on the draw, I, I reckon. But um, now it's quite funny because uh, actually the guy that's in a funny way keeping uh, uh, Wood out of the team is Josh Walker, who swung forward, and they finally picked Ben Mackay in the back line. I've been saying yeah. that for bloody years. Uh, Durden and Mackay should have been playing three yeah. years ago in this team. Yeah. But anyway, the team looks a lot more balanced when you got Walker up forward, and now Larky will be playing yeah. up forward as well. Like that's because yeah. you remember back when Ben Brown broke out. We had Petrie down there playing with Aaron Black, and he sort of had the freedom to, to lead out. And then yeah. it wasn't all on Ben Brown, and then he gets sucked up the field, and he's got no one to kick it to, and yeah. it just sort of you know it falls apart yeah. from there. But another important in for us, I think, is Cam Zerha because he really is the heartbeat of that forward line. So yeah. I think this, it is a good chance for North to, to get a bit of confidence. Uh, Carlton's named an unchanged side, which is which is great signs for them. But uh, look, hopefully it's a good game. I think I'm gonna I'm trading Goldstein in my team this week. I'm gonna make him vice captain. Nice, I just need nice. to get some revenge on Pitnett from last week. <laughs> 
another one, um, Fitzy. A lot of people will be looking to bring in Mackay. Um, he did score pretty well. He scored about 86 or something. Yep. The only thing is he had five touches. Most of his really? points come from – he had 15 oh, spoils. So geez. all of his points come from spoils, yep. So which is good because obviously you know he's getting to the contest and beating his opponent yep. um, and, and getting across helping out. But you don't want to have to rely on spoils to Not really. get your super coach. No, points, that's so. a very, very smart Har- Harris there. Andrews is a bit like that, but Harris Andrews actually – he, take, he takes the kick-ins. He, yeah, yeah. You know, he gets a lot of intercept marks, so he's probably a bit more developed than maybe Mackay because obviously, as you said, Mackay hasn't been really getting a run. But um, yep. uh, keep an eye on Mackay. could be the next Harris Andrews with... Could be. Um, yeah. Supercoach. Bit of wisdom there from from Madman. And I, I definitely agree with you. The only thing that would be uh, a bit of a worry, I want Mackay to play the rest of the year, but if, uh, if he has a couple of bad games and then Josh Walker goes back to the back line, that could throw him out. But... Like I keep saying, though, we really need to blood some youngsters, so I hope he keeps his spot in that team. Uh, so we'll move on to the second game, Gracie. Sydney Swans taking on Hawthorne at the SCG. Uh, it's a few, a few changes for, for Sydney, actually. Matthew Ling, is this his debut? Yes, it is. Yep. How about yep. that? He's back for uh, – well, he's in for Sydney. Uh, Sam Reed's back. Uh, There's a name yes. we haven't read out for a while. Yep. Uh, and quite a few omissions for, for Sydney. They're really sort of rallying at the moment, aren't they? They've got to try and get a, a half-decent side on the park with Heaney yep. and Kennedy and Franklin, all these guys out. But yep. I'll tell you what, if if there's a team they can get some confidence against, it probably is Hawthorne, who haven't looked that good for oh, a while. Oh, well, yeah, you've, you've got to feel... I feel sorry for all the the uh, heat that Alistair Clarkson copping at the moment. Like, mm. he's a bloke that brought the, the club four flags. He's been there forever, developed, you know, a good list, and he's uh, been pretty much told he should hang up the boots. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it always happens when a club goes from being so success, successful to being, um, you know, this poor... It, the target just goes back on the coach, but um, yeah, it's unfortunate. It always happens, but um, yeah, Sydney, you know, injuries again. Fitz Haywood, Hewitt, who are regulars in that side that are out. So um, it's really, I guess, giving um, giving the the Swans the opportunity to see what these kids have got. True. So yep. um, I wasn't happy last week, Fitzy, because Blakey was in my multi, oh, yeah, and I, I missed that. it because he didn't <laughs> kick a goal. So I wasn't happy, but that's all right. But um, and then we got Hawthorne, Keegan Brooksby. He's been he's popped up a few times being named, um, but he's actually in for his uh, debut this week. So, yeah, yep. Um, Hawthorne probably suffered last week too. Fits with O'Brien going down early. He's that um, second sort of tall mm. forward option that helps Gunston out a little bit. But they're also missing like Luke Bruce down forward. That's a that's a big out. Yeah, that's a massive as out. well. Yep. So. Um, I don't know. I could almost see this being a draw. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. they always have good games, Sydney and Hawthorne, but, you know, the cattle's missing for both sides, yeah. really. But, I mean, Hawthorne's got Tom Mitchell and O'Meara, which might be enough to... Mm. To get him over the line, it could but be it could be interesting, and I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Longmire roll out that same tactic he had against Tigers against Hawthorne, doing the yeah. same thing, putting that extra man in defence, and just really slowing the game. Well, that's down. Hawthorne's game plan. If they if Sydney go quick, they'll they'll mm. smash Hawthorne because mm. Hawthorne can't handle the quick ball movement. Yeah. They're, they're similar to Geelong, where they like to control the ball movement, chip it around, find those short kicks, and work it up to the yeah. forward line. So it could come down to the matchups too. Potentially, yep. and uh, there's actually one guy that uh, that kept his spot here is Darren Minchington, uh, who was a, actually a downgrade option. That's cheap. Was a possibility, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. We might talk about him a bit later on, and and Elijah Taylor as well kept his spot for Hawthorne. So, uh, but we'll keep moving through the games. And the first one, or the sorry, the only one on Saturday night is Port Adelaide taking on St Kilda. Uh, of course, we've already mentioned Port with that big win after the siren last week, and uh, well, who cares about Adelaide versus St Kilda? <laughs> yeah, we can say enough about that. But uh, this could be. 
good test for the Saints, Gracie. Like they're, they're thereabouts. They're, they're, their good form is amazing. And then they've had a few very ordinary performances as well. Port Adelaide, you'd think, would have learned a lot from that game against Carlton. Uh, what do you reckon about this one? Yeah, I think um, it'll be very close. Um, I think maybe the experience of Paul might get them over the line. But um, yep. as I said, Fitzy Westhoff's been dropped. He's been wow. quite poor. So um, that's a that's a big out. And Jack Loney for Saints was omitted too. Fitz, I watched yeah. the second half of that Adelaide Saints game. And Loney, I think he finished with two two goals or three goals, I think, wow. somewhere around there. But um, obviously, you know, the, he hasn't done enough for, for Ratten to keep him in the side. But... Um, I think Port will win for me. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm going to stick with Port Adelaide as well. But you know what? Good on Ken Hinckley for, for throwing the axe around. He's got Tom Rockliffe and Westhoff both not in that team. Fair enough. If you're a team that's you know trying to take on that top spot and, and go for a premiership, you need to be yeah. you need to have that competition for, for spots. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, there'd be a few players in that team on thin ice as well, mind you, just with some recent performances. But Mitch Giordiades is back in for, for Port. A lot yeah, of people had him sit on the bench there. Um, 130k that you yeah. could uh, look to bring in as well. Yeah, definitely consider him. But uh, that, that could be an interesting game Saturday night. I think it'll it'll definitely define the Saints quite a bit if they can get over the line. But I'll stick with Port Adelaide. But uh, let's move on to the the Sunday games and my buddies over at Adelaide are taking on Essendon at Adelaide Oval. I mean, Adelaide really has nothing to, to show at this point, do they? Really, they're just they're just not in not in the same. Oh, not even succinct with anybody. They're just no. they're a horrible team to watch. Yeah. Let's be let's be quite honest. But I mean, Essendon's been quite up and down as well this year, Gracie. They've got a few new players or a few players coming back. Yep. Can the Crows win their first game of the season? No. no. All right, move on to the next game. <laughs> no, I think um, it depends. Like it's going to depend on. I mean, Riley O'Brien played well last week against mm. the Saints, but um, it's just the midfield, Fitzy. Like yeah. Crouch, I think we we saw in the top five crowd the two Crouch boys are two of in the top five for the most ineffective midfielders in yeah. the competition yeah, at the that's moment. What it was. So that's based off meters gained, um, you know, pressure, all that sort of stuff. And yep. um, the two Crouch boys are, are in the top five for the for the worst in the league. So that doesn't help when you you know the two they're the, they're your two main ball winners outside mm. of Sloan and. And that, but um, yeah, I think Essendon got Bell Chambers back in Fitzy, so obviously yeah. they've had enough of Phillips and <laughs> um, Hooker injured may hurt a little bit because that's uh, up forward, but they have got James Stewart back in. Um, Aaron Francis is another one that might um, might get in as well, so they got a couple of options there to, to put up forward. So yeah, I'm um, with you there. And I reckon Essendon will win this one. Um, but it'll be closer than we think. It's it's really hard to see where it's gone wrong for Adelaide. Like I'm just looking at this team now, and they're just they're a shadow of that team that made the grand final just a few years ago, aren't they? And you got you got Taylor Walker named at full forward, then you got Brody Smith at centre half forward. Like yep. <laughs> they're obviously just and guys like Dave McKay, like he shouldn't really be getting a game in the AFL at this point, yeah. should he? I mean, we could do a whole podcast on uh, what's wrong with Adelaide. Yeah. And I don't know if yeah. we'd be allowed to talk about it, but uh, it'd be an interesting podcast. Actually. It, would, it very much would be. And I, I, look, I guess. I guess the good thing, and we've already talked about Adelaide rookies, is they're probably going to keep their spot. Hamill, McHenry, McPherson should keep playing at this stage because they, you know, they're going to have to try these kids out. So I guess that's good news for Supercoach, but not good news for Adelaide supporters. Yep. But uh, we'll go on to the afternoon game there. West Coast taking on Collingwood over at Optus Stadium. Oh, man, this this could be a hard one to, to tip as well. You've got the Pies in some red-hot form. You've got West Coast on the way back up. I'll let you you analyse this one first. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be... a as you said, Fitzy, there's uh, a few finance department guys in here with uh, Harry Edwards, Nick Reed, and uh, we finally got Bailey Williams yes, debuting, Fitzy. Yes. So, well, he's in the extended squad anyway, but um, I think um, there'll only be one change there. Sure, you'll come back in for Archie. Yep, That'll be the yep. only change for West Coast, I think. And 
Um, Darcy Cameron's back in, but I think you'll find... I wouldn't be surprised if they play Ben Reid, um, to be honest, for Dugowie. And then, um, you know, any one of Sire, Thomas, or even Scharenberg might come in for Varco. Mm. So, um, yeah, I think it's a tough one. Pies played well against Geelong last week. Um, yep. West Coast, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. It is tough, isn't it? And even just looking at those Collingwoodians, I did read somewhere on Twitter they thought Darcy Cameron would actually make the final team because even on the field, because obviously Dugowie's out, Cox was already out of the team. It's only Mychek as a, as a tall forward option yeah. there. So there's every chance that he might. Depends where they fit Ben Reid in, whether he plays forward or back. Um, so that could be that could be the decision to make. And Hopefully he does because we've still got him on the bench. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And I guess for Collingwood, do you want to be playing a 30-year-old Ben Reid or do you want to give a, um, well, a young you guy? Given, they should be given Cameron a go. This yeah. is the season to do it. Like you know, if you don't, um, if you don't win the flag this year, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. So. And I thought his first game, I can't remember who it was against. He was actually quite handy. Like he took a lot of marks up yeah. the wing and uh, and, yeah. and did that link up play quite well. But um, yeah, I'm finding my, of myself a uh, in a bit of a pickle trying to decide who's going to win this one. Gracie, I'll go purely. I'll go for West Coast purely because I don't want Collingwood to win. <laughs> I think I'll be the same. <laughs> so, but hopefully Bailey Williams debuts Fitzy because yeah. um, he could be a good. Uh, Good downgrade target. We well, can. He's a defender ruck. He was actually a yeah. inaugural member of the Granada Gators in round yeah. one. I had to trade him out because he didn't get named. But he had a lot of momentum to to be sort of Nick Nat's understudy or yeah. his backup in round one. And then he did a, an ankle or a hamstring yeah. like just before round one, yeah. and he probably would have played. So keep yeah. a very close eye on him because I reckon if he can play well and find a spot in that team, then he'll probably stay. Yeah. Uh, if Especially he makes if you've got cut. someone like Brander who's now yeah. fit off the injury list and still yep. hasn't been uh, been picked. So definitely keep an eye out on Absolutely. Wins. And we'll go to the Sunday night game. And uh, I did, <laughs> didn't watch the Sunday night game last week, but I've been enjoying these actually. Just something a bit different on a Sunday uh, Sunday night. This one should be an absolute cracker. We've got Melbourne taking on Brisbane. Man, this is two teams that are up and about at the moment. They've both got some very good young players. Uh, they're in form. How do you see this one? Uh, Melbourne for me, because mainly because Steph Martin's out. And Max Gorn absolutely tore Ben McAvoy a new one last week. Yeah, so yep. um, Tommy McDonald will come back in for, for Melbourne, I reckon. I wouldn't be surprised if they play Jackson as well. So McDonald yep, and yep. Jackson, as well as Gorn. So try and stretch um, that Brisbane defense. Because Brisbane do have a fairly tall defense with Andrews and McStay and those sort of guys. So, um, yeah, I just I think Melbourne, the way they played last week, I watched that game. That's, that's yep. a Melbourne that... I don't think I've ever seen. They moved the ball quickly. Mm. They played on it every chance. Viney was everywhere. As I said, Gorn did everything. Petraka, well, God, I don't know what they've done to him, but they've, whether they've injected him with something or... <laughs> Probably. But, um, like, he's... I'm no joke. He's been in the top five midfielders in the competition right, right now. now. Petraka. Yep, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yep. Just the way, he, like, he's got the, the dusty don't argue, and he's just got that bot big strong body. Yeah, and, like yourself. Yeah, strong yeah. hips, and mine's a bit more... more, more, uh, <laughs> more we won't go Packed. there. Yeah. But um, no, I, I think Melbourne will win and it's just purely coming down to, to Max Gorn. I said that last week, Fitzy. Yeah, if, true. If Gorn wins in the ruck um, with Segler being out, if he if he dominated the ruck, they were going to win. So yeah, good um, call. he's a massive, massive factor. Yeah, he really is. And it's just, it's, I think Steph Martin's actually going to be out for six to eight weeks. Like, I think it's a bit more of a serious injury. So it's a it's a bad week to lose him. Coach. He Not would be you'd pick very him, cheap. <laughs> very, very cheap. So Oscar McInerney's really got his work cut out for him. And whatever happened to Archie Smith? Oh, he's named on he's the extended. Named, yeah. like at one point, he was their number one ruckman, wasn't he? And he he's was, just sort of fallen yeah. off the planet. But um, I might stick with Brisbane just to be a bit different here, Gracie. I think both teams match 
up quite well. Max Gorn's the big factor, though. And if they yep. can nullify, like you said, Petraka, Viney and Oliver are probably your, your top midfield right now. But one thing I just want to quickly mention is how good is it, good is it to see Harley Bennell get some footy into him? Like, it's just fantastic. Oh, it's kept good. Him in there. He played quite well last week as well, Fitzy. And, um, you know, the, 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 he was even hand, handing off goal assists yeah, and yeah. everything like that. So yep. another one, Fitzy's um, Pickett from Melbourne as well. He's, um, yep. you know, starting to get those consistent scores and going up in price nicely. Absolutely. So he snagged a couple of goals last week. So Yeah, good man. And uh, look, we don't have the teams in front of us because it is a Monday night game, but we can quickly chat about your boys Geelong taking on Fremantle, or should we say a Nat Fifeless Fremantle. So yep. probably not much happening on the Freo end, but uh, how do you reckon Geelong's shaping up for this one? Uh, well, obviously Gaz will be out um, and Selwood. So, yep. um, and uh, Nark. Yeah, it was Narkle. Yeah. Um, so there's three outs. So there'll be three changes. At least I think Tom Stewart will come back. Yeah. Um, I can see so that. he's one to watch out for. His break even's close to 200. So give him a couple of weeks, and he's one that you buy buy low, and yeah. he'll end up back up around the five five fifty mark. So yep. Stewart will come back in at least. Uh, I'm not sure who else they're they're gonna bring in yeah. at this stage. Possibly Duncan. They reckon Duncan, oh, yeah. but yep, yep, yep. Uh, I wouldn't be worried. I wouldn't be too concerned if they gave him another week off. Yeah, to be honest, with the hamstring. So. Um, but yeah, last week Fitzy, the, we just got beaten um, in and around the ball, and doesn't know when you lose Selwood within the first mm. twenty minutes of the game, fifteen minutes of the game. So, um, but Collingwood just played a lot better footy yeah. than we did last week. So, yep. um, and then Frio, obviously, you know, Fife's another week away. So, uh, which is good news for people that um, held him or me who brought him back in. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, only one more week, and we should have Fife back, yeah, which hopefully is going to hurt Andrew Brayshaw. He's on a roll, Fitzy. He's back up. I think he's gone up about one hundred and thirty k now in price, which probably. Yep. Um, made us fools because we got rid of him. But, he uh, gets stuffed, if you ask me. <laughs> but um, I think he'll sort of drop back a little bit. So yeah. um, after this week, I'd be looking to upgrade yeah, Brayshaw. Yeah. You could almost do a sideways trade to Walters. He's, yeah, I don't he's mind that. The sa- I actually don't, price, don't so, mind that trade at all. Um, especially with getting it four extra trades now. Yeah, so. definitely. But um, I think I think we'll still win that one. I think yep. Frio, as you said, they're a lot of young kids and and that without Fife, it makes it very, very yeah. hard. They're a completely different team without Fife yeah. and they're carrying them really, aren't they? And I'll stick with Geelong as well. But that leads me into a bit of Supercoach chat here, Gracie. And uh, one guy for Geelong that uh, we didn't jump on last week that I'm actually going to this week is Sam Simpson. Yep. Uh, of course, he, he had a huge game in his year debut, I suppose you'd say. Uh, he was all right last week. I think he scored 78, 78 or thereabouts. Yep. Uh, do you think he's within Geelong's best 22 as it stands right now? Uh, as it stands right now with the injuries, yes. But yep. as soon as uh, everyone's back fully fit, um, he'll probably be out, especially with, you know, there's cock- cockatoos on the horizon of coming yep. back in yep. as well. So uh, once Selwood, Duncan and all that are back, um, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. he's on, on the outer. Look, if he keeps playing good footy, he'll stay in. But, yep. Um, yep. I mean, I think like you said, he's he's gone up 60K from his first price rise. He's got a break even minus 80. If he scores 80 this week, he's still yeah. going to have a negative 50 or 40 break even so Definitely. you need guys that are going to get up to that 300 K mark so you can get those upgrades and yep. you know someone like me who's got a McHenry and I think you've got McInerney yeah just dying um, on the bench there so if you've got guys that are you know they might be playing like a McHenry or a Hamill or someone who's yep. scoring like 15 
get rid of him because yeah. you need these these guys. Even though he's already gone up 60K, he's going to get the 300 in no time where yeah. you can um, get that upgrade happening. I could not agree more, and that's some wise advice from the madman. I think that may have come from me originally. It it's all right. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you claim the one. But it's a very good point, Gracie, you say that. And, and one of the questions we had from Jono or Binger was about trade targets for this week. And I know a lot of people last week either got Rankin or they got Simpson. Not too many people grabbed both from what I could see on a lot of forums. So whichever one you didn't grab last week, I'd get the other one this week. Absolutely yep. locked in. Yep. And the point you make about getting to 300K, if you look at your midfields right now, most people have probably got two, maybe three upgrades they need to do. Look at who's on your midfield bench and think which of those players could get to 300K. For me, yep. I've got McInerney, who's not even playing. McHenry scored a solid 15 last week. And Mitch Hibbard, who you know, who knows what he's going to do. So yep. you need guys at this point of the season, especially with a couple extra trades to burn, that are going to get to at least 300K. You've got probably got Pickett in there already. You need to get Simpson in there because he's another guy that within probably two to three weeks, he'll be over well over 300K. Yep. And you can flick him off to, to someone, uh, to a premium. So yep. they would be the two guys, even though they've gone up a, uh, a little bit, in price who cares I'd be getting those two guys in um because even if you look at the at the downgrade options for this week, I don't think any of them last week scored much more than about forty. And I think um, yeah, they want to be Waitman and Minch- Minchington. I yeah, think. like Minchington and scored obviously 60. Mackay, but yeah, I'd yeah. stay away from any key defenders. Yeah, I agree. And look, Minchington might stay in the team given there's a few injuries at Hawthorne, but he's the sort of guy being a small forward that he could easily come out and score thirty this week. Yeah. So I think if you've got uh, if you didn't get Rankin and uh, and Simpson last week, get whichever one that you missed out on. Even if it's you know go McHenry to Simpson, I think yeah. that's just an absolute. Uh, obvious trade for me. Uh, and, and you've got one guy you're going to bring in this week that we'll quickly mention as well. Yeah, so Bailey Smith, which um, come from Jono, which probably come from you. <laughs> it did. Um, but no, I think I was looking at it, Fitzy. I could bring in Petraka. I could bring in anyone, but yep. um, I think I would rather see Petraka drop a little bit of money. And um, Bailey Smith's probably at his lowest peak right now. And, yeah, um, yeah. You know, he's apart from that, if you took out that concussed game he had, he's averaging over 100. Yep, so yep. for 400K, I think you've got to, got to put him in. So yep. it's Curtis Taylor out who's got to break him about 80 um, for me to Bailey Smith. And then I'll wait till the teams are announced and um, and do McHenry to, to Simpson. Yep. Um, the only other one I'm concerned about, um, well, actually, I've got Stephen Hill out. Is he out? Is oh, no, because no, oh, they're Monday game. Team, yeah, yeah, sorry, yep. my bad. Um, but the only one I'm concerned about is maybe McPherson because he's on the extended bench. But yeah, I think he'd be stiff to miss his yeah, miss out on, so. on the, this week. And yep. uh, that's it's a good point you make there, Gracie. And we've said it all season, haven't we, that making money right now is your priority. You've got to be making money. You've got to get guys that have got a potential to get to 300K without breaking the bank, of course. But that's the big thing this year. And like you said before, uh, it, it might be foregoing a Petraka or a Greenwood or someone to get Baz Lenker in for 150K less and there's money for your upgrade next week. Yep. I would much rather get to a completed team with, say, six trades left uh, and have a few sort of lower-end premiums to then yep. have some luxury trades to upgrade them than just run out of trades because I've spent all my money on on Walters and all these guys yep. at the top price, if that makes yep. sense. So you've got uh, Baz Lenka this week, and even next week he'd be worth bringing in. You'll have Tom Stewart in probably two weeks. These are guys that you need to lock into your team. Yep. And then, you you know, down the track, hey, if you've got some trades left over, upgrade Devin Smith to Petraco or someone like that. Yep. So I yep. think right now, this is my personal opinion, completing a team is number one, making money is number two. And if that means settling for some lower premiums, then I think you're just going to have to do it. Absolutely. And like I'm in, I'm in the boat. I've got Stephen Hill, who's 266K at the moment moment and he's got a break in of 29 yep, yep. so he's going to be over 300 when by the time Stuart drops 100k it's going to be Perfect. it's going to cost me bugger all to yeah. get Stuart so yep. um, it's those sort of opportunities you got to 
You, gotta you do, look you really for. do. And think about it, you've got four extra trades now. I would be okay with two of those being downgrades where I don't make a lot of money just to get on a, on a train of someone who's heading heading north. And we did mention uh, the egg earlier. I don't know if he's a trading target for me. I'd probably prefer a, a rookie, someone under 200K because uh, the cash generation can easily stop if they're yep. sort of in that 230, yep. 240 range. Yep. But um, that's the sort of our advice for the week. It's going to be another good one. Yep. And it's going to be very hard to see how we're going to run the podcast when we've got games every night. But we'll work out a way around it. And Maybe we'll We'll just go live. We might have to go live. <laughs> well, speaking of that, we will be live this Sunday. Uh, Grey Wolf Pack Chat going live. Nettie and I, and I guess, Grace, you'll join us in some form. Yeah. And, uh, and that's going to be a bunch of fun. But there's a lot happening around around the network at the moment. Don't forget, Gracie, Grey Wolf Unsolved Episode 1 was an absolute cracker. And I've watched the first two episodes now of Unsolved it's Mysteries. Good. It yep. is absolutely good. But uh, don't forget, check the website, greywolfentertainment.net, for all the updates. Thank you, Gracie. It's been uh, it's been sad without Ned here, but I think we've covered it quite well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm shattered. He missed my hair. It's all back to normal, but maybe next week I'll just I'll make sure it's all, all fluffy Absolutely. for Absolutely. <laughs> and take care, and we'll see you guys soon. See ya. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. Greywolfentertainment.net.